Hey guys, it's Carlos Reyes, uh, All In Entrepreneurs podcast, episode number eight. And we are very blessed to actually have a special guest, which we're going to get to uh, here in a minute. Mr. Alex, if you want to introduce yourself. Guys, Alex Signs here, 22-year-old real estate entrepreneur and investor here based in Phoenix, Arizona. And we have Mr. TTP himself. Mr. Talk to People, a.k.a. the Cold Calling King. Uh, that used to be your name, but now it's, yeah, he, he it's, it's, it's yeah. gladly. Uh, Mr. Brent Daniels himself. And, um, you know, I can't wait. This he, this Mr. Brent Daniels, this guy, is he's a monster. He's an active, he's an active investor. Um, he's an amazing, amazing coach. Um, you know, I know we share some, some people, and uh, they have nothing but great things to say about him. So, um, Mr. Brent Daniels. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, guys. Carlos, you. Alex, this is an amazing, amazing opportunity to be here. Um, I, your first eight episodes, right? Yeah. Or this is nine. This is right? our this, no, this is eight. This is eight. Eight. First yeah, seven yeah. episodes. Yeah. Bananas. I mean, just I it's think. It's been amazing. I mean, the the social media, you know, has just been uh, all over sharing it more than any uh, podcast or or, or uh, video that I've seen. It's picking up. Be put it up. I mean, just incredible. Yeah. So yeah. I hope if you're this isn't live, but uh, if you're watching this on social media, make sure you share it because it's going to be. Yeah. We're going to go crazy on this. And oh, yeah. the second Appreciate thing it. is, guys, here is the key. Do not just watch and listen to this. This is not entertainment, okay? This is for you to pull out. We got to talk about there's a big difference between oh a growth God. mindset and a fixed mindset, okay? A growth mindset is going to do like you guys do all the time. You're going to take notes. So I challenge everybody watching this, listening to this on the podcast to find three things, just a minimum of three things that you are going to write down that you're going to either take action on or something that you've learned. Because I truly believe if you're looking for things to learn from, you will find it. So, so get your get your notepads out. Get yep. your notepads out. And quick, you, you, you mentioned something um, not too long ago. When it comes to a podcast and implementation, what was that that you mentioned? So it's all about when you're listening to this. Don't, don't be just a listener, you said. Be right. A, don't be a listener. You, you've got to implement what you're learning here. You've okay. got to be able Love to take it. action on That's this right, because yeah. the, listening to a podcast will get you zero dollars. Okay, <laughs> taking action on a podcast. I mean, you guys know when we yeah. started out early on, yeah. it was podcast, it was YouTube, it was trying to talk to anybody. Every Periscope. That had, that had Periscope. Any, Remember Periscope? Had, yeah, yeah, of course. Periscope, yeah. Anybody that had any experience, we we're trying to find the right path to go on to just complete the first deal, complete the first few deals. So, like, don't just listen to this podcast. Don't take this as entertainment and get feel good and feel yeah. pumped up. Go and do something. And, you know, all you got to do really is you got to talk to somebody. You got to talk to people. You, you got to go talk. out. I agree. Really, you got to find a distressed property owner and you got to have a conversation. Simple oh, yeah. as that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as much as we love the support from you guys and the engagement, um, what we love more is you guys getting results. So please um, take the advice. If you're driving, you know, do some voice memos on the road so you can, you know, circle back uh, around to it. Uh, and if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, bring your notepad out and uh, and start start you know, taking down notes because here you have three guys that have been in the business for years now. Um, you guys longer than I have. Well, yeah. actually, no, no pretty we're close, yeah. Same, yeah. But my point is you have three experienced real estate, wholesalers, real estate entrepreneurs that are here giving you guys free game. 
So please take advantage of that. And, guys. and real quick, I want to um, a few disclaimers. Yep. Uh, anything that is talked about, um, you know, whether it's cold calling, RVM, whatever, uh, please seek legal action. I mean, sorry, legal counsel. Legal yeah. counsel, <laughs> right, not action. Uh. Please seek. <laughs> please seek legal counsel. Sure. Um, okay. So um, just make sure that you know we we we're not lawyers. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of uh, marketing strategies out there that could be a, a bit invasive. So make sure that you talk to someone um, in regards to that. You know, that way, you know, you're 100%. not, you're not, you, know, you, you don't run any type well, of risk. And, and you got to be 100% confident that what you're doing is the right thing. For right? sure. Because if sure. you don't, if you have even an inkling, a little small percentage that maybe it's not really gonna, on the yeah. up and up, yeah. you're never going to commit full time. You're yeah. never going to take the I action agree. that you need to. And you're never going to feel satisfied with the, the income that you do get. And then that you. also, that adds uh, part of the, the fear factor, right? Yep. The fear and the doubt factor, et cetera. And then the other thing that I want to mention is I want to give a huge shout out to 1K Creations uh, Embroidery for these beautiful mugs, Whoa. next day delivery mugs. So thank you to Leo uh, and his wife, uh, Kara, for uh, for bringing That's these sweet. mugs to us. Now we actually, I don't what were we drinking? I had a Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse mug. Cup, yeah. <laughs> I had a Mickey Mouse mug last week. So. nice. So we're learning. As thank we you go. so much, One uh, K Creations LLC. Much love. Thank you for the urgency. And uh, and, and you know what? Uh, I think we've let's let's get into it. Let's get into yeah, the actually. The, the so meet. we're we're on the topic of you know taking action mm -hmm. and not overcomplicating and, and doing you know what you learn. Um, I want to bring this up because I think this is huge in our industry, mm -hmm. especially when beginning. And this is super hard to say sometimes for me, but it's analysis paralysis. Mm -hmm. um, I think I got that right. You got it. Smoked it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was perfect. But that is a huge issue in this business of, of just overcomplicating and not doing. You yeah. know, like what would you say about that? Well, you know, how would I, I think what I wanted to try to get first is a story. I'm sorry, Mr. Daniel, Mr. TTP's background, <laughs> story, yeah. and then we can yeah. get into the meat. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Well, it was a I quick topic. Answer, I, it was a quick topic. That's what but go ahead. Let's, I can yeah, answer let's this real it. quick. Yeah. I love it. And I tell everybody starting out in this business, you need to be dumb. You need to be dumb. Mm. Now, what I mean not by that is you go out there and you're an idiot and you act yeah. like a fool and you're silly and you're bombastic and crazy. No, no, no. What I'm saying is don't assume. Uh, we, when we start this business, we hallucinate all the time. The seller will never sell for this amount. The yeah. buyer will never buy for this amount. I'll never be able to convince anybody that, wow. that I'm a real estate entrepreneur. Yeah. All these Very things true. that go through our head from what you talk about, and we'll get into it, programming from past experiences, all these things that we bring and we're hallucinating, I think leads to that. You know, you wait, you wait, you wait, you wait. And with the Rhino Tribe that I'm a part of, right, the Wholesaling Inc. Um, umbrella that, that my coaching program's under, we have what, a simple philosophy, progress, not perfection. Beautiful. Mm. So Beautiful. I love right, it. Right, right. I love down. it. Yeah, progress, sure. not perfection. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So let's get, let's get into uh, the, the thick. Let's yeah. get into, let's get into the meat of, of the bone, right? Mm -hmm. Mr. Uh, Mr. TTP, give us a little bit of, uh, of a background on you, you know, um, growing up, yep. coming up, programming, your first job, yeah. your first deal, et cetera, et cetera, man. We, we yeah. want to hear it. Because so, I personally don't know it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't. Uh, very little. But okay. well, well, what I'll do is I'll 
not to bore anybody, but I, whatever, whatever. I'll go. I'll go all the way back. So uh, I'm the oldest of three, right? I have two younger sisters. Okay. So always, I don't know if you guys where you fall I'm in the line, oldest. right? I'm the oldest. He's oldest. Okay. So as we, we, we feel as your pain. Oldest, we have we <laughs> yeah. have like all the entitlement in the world, right? From our parents and, all, our the, and all the responsibility. Sure. Of sure. The world. No. Yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah. there's also that sense that you have younger siblings. You 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 kind of learn early that that you're you know either in charge of them or responsible for them. So you know you're 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 almost already a leader. For sure. You come out. You're right? forced sure. into okay. the leader. Yeah. So so I had that. Uh, parents fantastic. My dad. We grew up in Gilbert. Right. Just cookie cutter. Middle America, right? The, the whole deal. Blue my collar. Dad, yep. My, uh, well, you know, kind of middle, uh, upper upper middle class, okay. you know. I mean, uh, my dad worked for uh, corporate at Honeywell, which is a big company yeah, here yeah, in town. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had dinner every night, every day. Every night we'd have to go around the table and say, what's one nice thing that happened to you today? It's amazing. Like all these things, yeah. right? Like yeah. really, really cushy. But, but also part of that, I always had that pilot light that wanted to do something, whether it was athletics, whether it, well, mostly growing up, it was athletics. And, Modeling? And, and right, girls. What did you, what did you play? Uh, what, 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 uh, so, what sports did you So I playing? played football, basketball, track um, uh, throughout high school and then played football in at Northern Arizona University. Sweet. So I'm really guess, great. Uh, linebacker. No, no, no. I was a safety. No, those <laughs> guys are yeah. those when, guys uh, when, when did you stop modeling? <laughs> I haven't. What do you mean, stop? Oh, come on. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, but I mean, really, yeah. I, I grew up really, really, really supported. My parents always told me that I was the greatest. I had the the sense I, I was already there. I know a lot of people, you know, they start in really rough situations where they don't get the support or they don't have the financial support. Agreed, or they yeah. don't. And I, I, I think that, you know, you speak to that a lot when you talk about your story and your history and you as well. I mean, you became a citizen. Seven, uh, years seven years ago, ago right? Yeah, yeah, you became yeah, a U.S. citizen yeah, seven years ago. Yeah. So it's, I love this 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 kind of mix in this like conversation. It. You get a little bit of everything from yeah. from every angle. Yeah. But I think with that comes uh, a certain sense that I understand that, like I hit the lottery just being born a white American male. Right, yeah. literally. I mean, with amazing hair. Well, yeah, yeah, as you as you slick it. I back. mean, it's a Warren Buffett quote. Yeah. You know, it, it really is. I mean, it's really hitting the lottery, a genetic lottery. He says that pretty uh, pretty frequently. Yeah, he yeah. does. And and I think you know, with that, you you have to understand that the potential that's there, and you have to decide early on if you're gonna if you're gonna actually go towards the potential that you have, yeah. or if you're just gonna kind of get into the the the, the comfortable life yeah. that you live. And it's funny you say that because I feel. You know, as an, an immigrant now turned citizen, that um, you're either in your situation, you you either you're you either have an advantage yep. or a disadvantage, sure. right? It, it just depends on your mindset, your programming, your upbringing, and just to get a little bit deeper into that. Yeah. So, because I'm afraid, even for my own, like my own my own uh, six year old daughter, right? Yeah. She's growing up with everything. Mm -hmm. You know, she's growing up. I mean, you know, she, you've seen it. I saw a picture on the Rolls Royce. She was sitting on the Rolls Royce giving out, <laughs> no, yeah. giving out a JoJo Siwa autographed uh, <laughs> poster uh, because she had front row seats to this, um, you know, this, I don't know if you know who JoJo Siwa is. She's a performer, entertainer for Nickelodeon. Yeah. And, um, and she's on the front seat. And then she's like, hey, if you gave me to 500 followers, a six-year-old, right? I'm going to, she's already at like 200 something. Since That's that, awesome. Right? Yeah. I'm going to give out this JoJo Siwa poster. So. I love being able to provide, yep. but at the same time, I'm also, uh, I'm a little fearful mm -hmm. 
for, you know, because it's the unknown to me, it's the unknown. To you, you know, like, she's going to have a choice at some point to make. Hey, I grew up with some advantages. I better take advantage of them, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'm seeing it as, is this a disadvantage? Because I grew up struggling, wanting more, fighting for my life. Yeah. So, you know, that just circles back to what you were saying. It's, you know, it's an advantage mm -hmm. and you can take advantage of it mm -hmm. and you can hit the ground running mm -hmm. and you have a head start over like m myself yeah. and an Alex, mm -hmm. or you are in the, yeah. you know, you're, you're behind you don't because, because you're lazy, yeah. because yeah. you want to play video games, yeah. because mom 100%. and dad will take care of the rent, yeah. because mom and dad will clothe you and, and, and feed you. you. You see what I'm yep. saying? It could work both ways. It's up to the person, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and I think 100%. And I look at you guys and the success that you guys and Sal have had and and and, and the backgrounds and, and all the, the chips on your shoulder that you carry yeah. or, or have carried and the yeah, motivation yeah. that brings you. You're, you're not... You're not getting crushed by that. The pressure has, you know, the whole analogy that, that pressure creates diamonds type of thing, right? So I think that that's such a, a huge advantage. And I, I, I've I talked to my wife about it. I was like, honey, I don't know what, what chip I have on my shoulder. You know, I don't have that. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, you're always trying to push it more, yeah, do yeah, more, provide yeah. value. And I you think, can create your own chip. Well, I think I think it's also, you know, I, I made, I, because... I was in that situation at 24, 25. I thought I could do anything. So this is the next step in the evolution after Was that college. a good thing at the time? or, or It was a terrible thing. A terrible thing. Because okay. I was in real estate. Uh, I was, I, I was, uh, so you got hit, you got hit got hard hit, by the real world. I got world. hit by everything. Yeah. And at the time, I had signed a 10-year office lease for 7,000 square feet in Scottsdale Air Park. Wow. Right? So 10 what, years? Yeah, what happens, you. What happens <laughs> never when, you, that. when yeah. you don't pay for... Yeah, they, yeah, they got never it. heard of that. But <laughs> yeah. the, what what happens when they don't when you don't pay your office lease? They sue you, right? Yeah. So I had a seven hundred forty two thousand oh dollar judgment God. when I was twenty seven years old. Yeah, right. So wow. now all of a sudden I put myself into that hole that I had mm -hmm. to dig back out of. It wasn't that I was starting quite at a zero. Hole. It's not something that your parents bail you out of. It's not something like that. I was always an entrepreneur. I've literally never had a job. I've never had a job oh, in my amazing. entire well, life. Well, I guess we can skip that part. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I get that off of there. I've yeah. never had a job, so yeah. I don't have that perspective. Yeah. I just have the. I I, I just knew that um, I could through um, through different uh, services. I trained people in college, yeah. like my parents converted their garage into a gym. So I trained moms, and I trained like high school. It's athletes. hard to believe, right? No. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, no. Actually, and then, yeah. no, I'm just and, then and then got into real estate. Which um, how yeah. did you uh, how did you come across real estate? Was it, you know, some... in college, I wasn't, you know, I went to college, but college to me was just setting you up to get a job. Mm. You know what I mean? It felt very, it yeah. felt very sterile. It felt very push them through and good luck out there in the, yeah. in, in the just open another number. Go, Thanks go, for the 60 K go, go be a cog in the, yeah. in the wheel type of thing. And I never, I don't know. I never even thought about getting a job afterwards. And then I read rich dad, poor dad. And he goes through the whole difference between a self-employed or an employee yeah. or a business owner or investor. And you're like, that's it. That's what I am. Yeah. Right. Just uh, th this is what I'm going to do. So I got my real estate license and uh, went for it. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Quick question for you. Yeah. Um, what is the first thing you ever did to earn money mm -hmm. and how old were you? You, you might um, have to dig into the uh, memory wow. files. Uh, it was always <laughs> the first thing early on was 
you get a dollar for every A you get on your report card. Okay. Right? How did, so what, what did that, that do to you? No, you I, know what? I have a six year old. I have a six year old. I need e to know this. Even further, even yeah. further, I got 10 cents for every uh, pile of dog crap that I picked up wow. and threw away, okay. right? I, when I, you were little, right? I, so I pay $400 a month for my dog poop to be. <laughs> right. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I guess times have really changed. Changed. Inf inflation. This, this right? is a lot. Yeah. Dog poop inflation. It's not the 80s anymore. Right? It's inflation, but no, what, but so that what was, were you doing? That was yeah. it. I always had chores. I had chores every week. I got paid for chores at the at, at the house, and then so I guess that was my first job. So maybe what did I, I do to you job. psychologically? And I'm asking you as a dad. Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like um, it, it's interesting because I have kids now, and um, I have a I have somebody that cleans the house and takes care of the pool and does yeah, the landscaping same, and all that same. type of thing. Um, so it's a different thing. I don't know. Psychologically, I think I, I, I knew I had to do it. I knew I wanted some extra money. Um, I didn't, I, you know, as I think back now, yeah. I don't think that it was like I'm earning this money or I'm doing something here. I think it was just, you got to do it Spar anyway. Do you feel like that, uh, that eliminated like instant gratification, like the expectations of sure. receiving something? Yeah, but I was always like crazy, right? Like I always wanted like a Sega Genesis and I was like, I'd save up like, it would be like $90 at the time and so I'd save up like Like 40. four months worth of poop? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like four years. You're, feed, you're, cent, you're feeding your dogs uh, more? By, yeah. by that time, uh, there's a Dreamcast out, not a Genesis. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, there, it was yeah. Wait, what's that? Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This guy doesn't know what Van Damme is, by the I did, way. I, I, well, now I know. It's okay. Yeah, now it's I know. An, it's, Give me a pass. It was honestly a little <laughs> uh, offensive. Uh, when <laughs> my whole office doesn't know what I'm talking about. Really? About any yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Well, no, no, okay. no. They don't know. Excuse I get it. But, so, okay. Um, so, I, think, I think doing the stuff as a young, I think delaying it. But, you know, I always had that. I always was quick. I want, I would save a little bit, and then i just go crazy and buy something crazy that I just ran into. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it took some while. It took a while to kind of discipline that out definitely going through the downturn helped me out with a okay. lot of that because that's that really um kind of put me in that position um but it's um yeah i mean growing up it was just that's what we did it was it was just part of the weekly routine Agreed. you get paid you get paid for for good grades um but you know it wasn't i, I don't know so, so as an entrepreneur and a hustler, uh, once you were either in your teens yeah. or I, I don't know when your entrepreneur, you know, like, you know your adulthood uh, mm -hmm. entrepreneur started, yeah. um, what did you do first as, as a hustle? So that was when I started training uh, moms. Athletes. Yeah, yeah. So you so were in training? high school. I went and uh, and got a. Was it just moms? I'm pointing like at you because in high school you started this whole business. So or getting going. Yeah, in, in it, straight right? out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in high school I went and I got a license, a, a, a certified trainer's license. And you have to be 18 to be able to get it, so I had to yeah. wait to my birthday. What is that then, called? The NCPA? Yeah, at the time know. it was ISSA, uh, okay. Internet International Sports Sciences. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I mean, it was. Was it like 300 bucks back yeah, then? Still yeah, okay. Yeah. It's still it was, 300 it was a piece bucks. Of cake. Yeah. It went to one thing and it, it made it. your stamp, really? right? Yeah. Oh wow. But so I got it, and um, and then just started training people. I was I was kind of known to. What were you charging, if you don't mind me? 300 bucks for the summer. Yeah. So huh. I had 20 people that signed up for thir 300 bucks. So I made six grand. Okay. I had no expenses. You know, wow. I mean, I had some, I think a cell phone were bill. You, were you living this like in college. the basement or the no, I was, I was I'm just at my parents' <laughs> house during the summer. And then yeah. in college, I was, you know, with the scholarships, I, I had room and board paid for. So, Beautiful. you know, I mean, it was six grand goes a long way when you don't have any costs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does, especially at what, 18? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, That's amazing. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, the first time that I ever got a check from real estate, 
Mm-hmm. That was life changing. I mean, that was like that's, that's what really I wanted to get to next game. was um, what what uh what, what did how did you get into real estate mm-hmm. and how long did it take you? I'm sure you you evolved into what you are now. So if you want to just give us a quick uh, brief. Well, I got in. I got my license in 2004, 2005. The, the market was going bananas. So, yeah. I mean, everybody was buying and selling. So it was yeah. very easy. The first year into it, I make six figures. I think I'm a genius. I went from six grand <laughs> for a whole summer to like 100,000 my first year. And it was like, oh, I'm the <laughs> smartest man alive. Like, I'm going to be so rich. I'm going to buy everything, right? The whole thing. And, uh, and that's what eventually led me to opening up a brokerage and signing this a This was uh, 04, 05? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in 04 and 05. And then... Um, so you went all in. I went. I yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I went crazy. Yeah. Well, and and it wasn't just that. The problem that I had was I was... I, th- I took my... I wanted to replace myself too fast, and I didn't know enough to do it. Mm. I wasn't a good enough leader. I wasn't a good yeah. enough business owner. Yeah. I think that, you know, people see your guys' business, and it's taken a while to be able to figure out what role you're going how to hire people yes, how to motivate yes, them how yeah. to lead them yes. how to make sure that they stay with you yes. or if they don't you know you give and them good good it, you know. it takes it takes a lot of failures you know it takes 100%. a lot of failures so uh something i was talking to uh i was actually talking to my buddy donnie ruffin who's a killer out mm-hmm. in uh, uh dfw um over in uh, texas yeah. is you know we were talking about leadership and we were talking and i told him i said hey look man i have two sales managers right now right I have I have uh, I have a CFO. Mm-hmm. I have a chief financial officer. I have a uh, sales manager, which is uh, Tino, and then I have Adrian Salgado, which is another sales manager. And under them, you know, they have all these these massive teams. They have mm-hmm. junior acquisitions. They have acquisitions. I said, you know, I'll be honest with you. If I wanted to take a month off, I trust in their leadership. Sure. I trust yeah. in their leadership to be able to keep the yeah. keep the lights on, keep the yeah. wheels turning. You know, but see, people yeah. don't see how long that took. Yeah. Oh, I. <laughs> that, like, you can say that now. I mean, but <laughs> well, when you I went also, there yesterday, yeah. you said, "Hey, this doesn't look anything like it looked like when I came the last time yeah. I came." Right. Which was like four months ago. Six there you go. Ago, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah. Four yeah. months is, a, is an eternity in, in, uh, in real, real estate. estate. For, yeah. yeah, and 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 you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. You know, we have uh, filtered through so many people. You know, they've come, they've went. Um, have lost a lot of opportunities with those people. Sure. Uh, the cost of opportunity, co- you know, it's it's very expensive to have the wrong team member in your team, right? Yep. Yep. Um, we spent a lot of money on either salaries, commissions, whatever you want to call it, on the wrong people. But uh, again, you know, folks out there that do have already active businesses um, need to be patient. Mm-hmm. They need to be patient, and and they just got to continue to trust the process that it's going to get better if they continue to get better, you know? Well, and I also think yeah. that you have to have self-awareness. I know a ton of people. I coach these people that are phenomenal at getting their own deals. Yeah. Phenomenal. Terrible business owners. That happens. And you know what? See that not only frequently. Not only the, does that happen, but their income goes down. Now, all of a sudden, they have to get back into the seat of bringing it back up by putting themselves back yeah. in this. Like, if you have the self-awareness, it's okay. Listen, it's okay if you want to be a, a highly paid professional, right? Yeah. Yeah. LeBron James is a highly paid professional. Yes. He yeah. doesn't own the Lakers. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. He owns a bunch of other things, but what I'm saying is, doctors, highly paid professionals, attorneys, highly paid professionals, yes. real estate agents, highly paid professionals. Yes. Not everybody is made out to be a, a business, business owner. owner. No. So I think yeah. you need to really look and say, you know what? 
Is it I never okay? About that, by the way. Is it about is that, it okay if I make four hundred grand for my family? Yes, I'm out there hustling. Yes, I'm out there doing it. Yes, it's me. But I'm building these skills. I'm consistent. I'm very good at this. I'm happy. I don't have to manage people. I don't have to recruit them. I don't have to train them. All I got to do is get on the phone when leads come in, talk to them, have quality conversations with distressed property owners, and do what you and do. Close and do what you do. What you do. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it really just depends but, on, on who you are and, and having the self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness uh, is definitely key. The, the, I, know, I know that real ahead. quick. Yeah. I know that um, I was in the business by myself for because I didn't feel like I was ready. For right? yourself. I was 18. By yourself, for yourself. By myself, for sure. myself. Yeah. And I was a highly paid professional yeah. and uh, for a year and a half, and then I made uh, my first hire. Right. But uh, it was definitely a process. Like, my thing is, like, I mean, when it comes to – Let's let's relate it to like football. You played football in high school and, mm -hmm. and college. Yeah. Um, you have to learn, you know, the the, the drills and yeah. you know and and how to read, you know, certain plays before you teach, you know, the guy behind you. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was the same thing when it came to real estate. Like learn the process before you delegate the process. Absolutely. Right? Learn every seat. Yeah. Learn well, every you have seat. to have the skills. You have to build the skills. To build yeah. that toolbox that you can go to. And also, you could be the best yeah. receiver, best running back, best linebacker, and yeah. a terrible leader. That's right, yeah. You can be. It, you know and, what and I mean? Real quick, and just to bring this up, um, you want to speak about how you and Sal complement each other and you guys are self-aware of, of seats and roles? Yes. So, that's, that's uh, and, and you know what? And this isn't because I want to – focus a lot of time on on Brent I'll, I'll just be very quick about this um Sal and I we definitely complement each other right um he is what I'm not and I you know and yeah can I learn that stuff and work at it yeah I can but it doesn't come organically it doesn't come easy to me yeah and you know I do things that he you know doesn't yeah. and it comes organically and easy mm -hmm. to me we all have our gifts right we all have our gifts and he compliments my lack of gifts, and I compliment his lack of gifts, and it makes a very, very a very powerful, you know, powerful partnership, right? Yeah. Um, I, I definitely would not be where I am if it wasn't for for Sal uh, having his his mindset and skill set. Uh, but back to the leadership thing, see, if you're a killer, just like you were saying, if, if you're, let's just say you're a killer acquisition guy, right? Yep. Killer acquisition, you're, Sales. you're you're getting you're you're getting deals after deals, you're making a killing. Well, you know, start dedicating some of that time and money into leadership programs, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing there, there's nothing out there that you can't learn these days. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. okay, you want to learn yeah, how to yeah. publicly speak? You go to Toastmasters, right? Toastmasters yeah. has this thing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You you want to and you're making let's just say Mr. Brent Daniels is is a terrible leader, but he's a he's a great great real estate acquisition guy, killing it. Well, if you're making half a million dollars a year, would you not invest at least 10% of that or 20% of that to, yeah. to a mentor or a, or a leadership coach? You know, like mm -hmm. I, I think that, you know, that's something that for, for the folks out there, you know, not to get discouraged that even though you're not naturally good at things, yeah. you can get better. Sure. Yeah. Right. If you don't I, know, think, I think it's just what yeah. makes you happy, right? Yeah. What, what, what makes you happy that's, doing that's, that? You're stuff. absolutely correct. So if, if, it, if it makes you happy, if your dream is to own a business and to run it and you're the acquisition manager for you or for me or for you, you know what I mean? But your dream is to eventually own your own business, yeah. whether it's in real estate or whether it's selling, you know, stereos or, or cameras or what, you oh, want yeah. to do a podcast, yeah, whatever, sure. whatever the, yeah. you know what it is? Like, where is your passion? Where, where are you going to get, what do you truly, like truly, truly makes you happy? Like, I, I feel it right now, Carl. I don't know if you guys feel this, but I like, I'm at home and I'm just like overwhelmed with like, 
holy shit, this is my life? Like, I just, I flex my whole body. I'm like a crazy person. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm like overwhelmed with the energy and the joy of being able to do what I do it, now. It's hard, to go, to, daily it's hard to go yeah. to sleep. Oh my yeah. God. Right? Sleep. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> sleep. It's hard to go to sleep. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, yeah. it, it's just, you know, first of all, real estate is, wholesaling real estate is hitting the lottery. It is. This, yeah. is, this is hitting the lottery. This is 100% a cash machine. It yes. is. It is. Yes. But it, I think more than that, it is the bridge between um, – it's the bridge that you take to buy assets and to buy – real to, to get things that um, that are your financial goals. Or right? launch, in me and Sal's case, yeah. launch more okay. businesses. Of course. With that with – that, with that That's quick it. nickel, right? It's an asset, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, with whole—I mean, how fortunate are we that we get to wake up every day and talk to distressed property owners, solve their problem, which is this property that's weighing down, weighing them down, and then all of a sudden, and and also on the flip side. You get to you get to provide an opportunity to a buyer that's going to feed his family by yeah. flipping a house. Oh yeah, it's or a win-win. Yeah. Uh. I mean, it's a phenomenal win-win-win. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And um, real quick, I, I wanted to go into now that you you know you touched on the subject of wholesaling. Mm-hmm. When did the wholesaling start? For? Yeah. We know we know you you were a realtor. Yep. We know that you know uh, you had your brokerage. You you dove super deep into a ten year lease. Um, it hit the fan. Yep. It hit the fan for you. You yep. know. Um, Ish hit the fan. Can we can we curse on yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Shit hit the fan for you. Yeah, <laughs> we can curse. Yeah. So shit hit the fan for you. Shit is not even a curse uh, word these days, right? I no, mean, I everybody so. says shit. Yeah. Um, so shit hit the fan for you, and what happened mm-hmm. after that? I love it. So without a budget, um, I was uh, the the real estate brokerage that I hung my license with was located in Arcadia, right? Okay. Arcadia is a nice area here yeah. in town, one of the best. Yeah, and it's an older area, so it's a nice neighborhood. I saw all these dumpsters of all these huge remodels going on. Oh, I would yeah. see I would see other houses on the street, and they were they looked run down. Like yeah. Shit. So yeah. I'd go to the property and I knock on the door and see if they would consider an offer on their property, and they'd say no. And then I just kept going until one day I found a gal. And she said, I don't want to sell my house. I love my house. But the one four down, the gal lives in New York. I'm the caretaker for it. Let me see wow. if I can give her permission to give you her phone number. You keep hitting the lottery, don't right? you? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, I'm telling you guys, this is a simple business. We are not building rockets. If you talk to enough distressed property, if you have mm-hmm. enough quality conversations with distressed property owners, you cannot lose in this business. Yeah. You, can't, you yeah. cannot lose. I don't care if it's from direct uh, marketing. I don't care if it's from referrals. And I, I, I hope that it's from prospecting and being proactive out there. For sure. So I was proactive. I met this person. It would have been, I, I would have never met this this person if I didn't go to the door. She went inside and she gave me a slip of paper with the owner's name and number on it. Were you ever were you ever shy, uh, fearful, doubtful? Of course. Right? Yeah. Were you ever the fir- you, oh, the, the, on your first door knock? Oh, were you like, gosh. oh, I'm, I'm Brent Daniels? 100%. You get yeah. scared. You know, I mean, yeah. you're sitting in front of a house. You're in your car. You can easily drive off. There's yeah. people walking up and down the street. You're not sure what's going on, right? And you're kind of, you're all these hallucinations go That's through funny. your head. Somebody's yeah. going to pull a gun on me. Somebody's going to yell at me. I'm going to well, interrupt. no one's going to beat you up. Right? Oh, well, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> no. But, uh, you know, the... Um, you know, you go through all these these hallucinations, but I was broke, man. You know, I had a, the judgment. Um, you know, when you have a judgment like that, they send you in every sixty days to see if you have any money. They check yeah. your accounts. They check your assets. Wow. Like it was a, it was like a like crazy. So anyway, it's terrible. Yeah, it is. Terrible. It is. Yeah. So 
I go and I just I'm I'm forced to do it. I'm like, here we go. Like I got to do something. You know, there's opportunity here. I know there is. So I'll just go and, and see if I can you know um, find somebody that that is yeah. in distress. So she gave me the number of the gal. I called, called her up. Dude. Called her and um, oh, it was a guy. It was a yeah, lady. it was a, a gal, lady. Okay. an called older lady. Gal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she she wanted to sell the property. I what, what I kind of uh, negotiated. What was your what was your first deal profit, if you don't mind me asking? Well, first of all, this is a this is where the this is this is for everybody out there that is an a real estate agent that's looking to be to go into wholesale. Real estate because what I did yeah. what I did was I said I have a buyer that wants to buy this house, so I took it directly to a cash buyer mm-hmm. for an agent commission so yes so wait just a tick right so i got so i brought it to him at like 180 Mm. and in arcadia yeah 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 yeah. well this is six years ago uh so um still you can't even buy a lot no yeah but he goes yeah 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 i'll I'll pay you three percent commission i was like this is easy money this took me like an hour right i go down making sure my commissions on the settlement statement i look down he's not on the contract somebody else is and there's a forty thousand dollar thing that said assignment fee oh god (laughs) right so real estate agents out there listen listen to me i don't know which camera you're looking at listen to me i think you can't you can't i think it's this one one. (laughs) you can lock these properties up yourself you can wholesale these properties yourself you got to take off your realtor hat and put on your buyer hat okay it's a big 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 mind shift change because the whole time you've been taught about fiduciary duty about representing people uh, as buyers and sellers this is if you're going to wholesale um do it for yourself be the buyer in that in that position so by the way by the way three more deals equaling ninety two thousand dollars before i figured out what wholesale was Before I figured out what wholesaling Wait, so, is. So, so what was your commission on these three deals? Fifty-three hundred. Uh, oh yeah, I mean uh, maybe fifteen grand. Maybe fifteen. You're a happy camper. I mean, not after I saw this check. I was like, <laughs> "What is going on? How are they doing this? What is?" I didn't understand. Yeah. I asked him. I said, "How did you sell? You're not buying this property?" He goes, "No, no, no. I sold it." I said, "How'd you sell? You don't even own the property." He said, "No, no, no. I sold the I sold the contract." I go, what do you mean you sold the contract? What do you mean you sold the contract for forty thousand dollars? He's like, what kind of, was it a gold contract? Yeah, like what? what gold I don't plated, yeah. He goes, no, 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 I just sold my rights to purchase it, and I was like, what world are we living in? What is going on here? Right? It was yeah. just, it was bananas. So it's it, uh, that, that is it, a, it taught tough me a tough lesson. Yeah. And 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 you know, let me let me point out two things about Mr. Brent Daniels here. So one, even though. Your background, your story is a lot different than ours. Yeah. You still had to go through your trials yeah. and tribulations, right? Yeah. You were see, sometimes sometimes it's easier to start from the bottom and build your way up. As in no your expectations. Uh, yeah, as well, in your case, yep. you got there mm-hmm. and then sometimes and then you got smacked all the way down. Right. And you were in a bigger hole than we've ever been at 742, yep. right? Yeah. 742k yep. debt. Yep. So a- again, Every entrepreneur seems to share that Their type troubles. of characteristic. Well, and I think going back to it, the reason I tell you about my family growing up, tell me I'm the best, one nice thing every day at dinner time, all these things is in my mind, I could not lose, right? Mm. I could not lose. So I so overextended myself yeah. way too much. I think that, you know, there's a, there's, there's a funny analogy that like, 
just because you put on Superman's cape doesn't mean you can fly, right? That's like the belief people have. I'm going to make a million dollars this year. I have never made a million dollars before. I made like ten grand last year, type of thing, right? Wow, and you, and you put it's quite a jump. And you put yeah, you put on that that Superman cape and you try to fly and it doesn't work, right? Yeah. So I mean, I think that belief is a wonderful thing, but I think that there has to be the actions that you take and the success and the failures along the way to truly be successful. You know I what I mean? I agree. I agree. Okay, yeah. so that was the first thing I wanted to point out. Um, and then the second thing that I wanted to point out was um, I wanted to talk about realtors, yep. right? A lot of investors, see, it's so hard, at least in our company, mm-hmm. to hire realtors right. to yep. to take on the uh, real estate, role. entrepreneurship, uh, investor mindset. Yeah. Why? Because nine out of ten of them, cannot take that hat off. Right. They cannot take the I'm going to make my commission, yeah. I'm going to list this property, right? That that's just like that that is your nature. Mm-hmm. So, that's why we ha- have a really hard time hiring realtors. We have one realtor that works with us and he never really got going on the realtor side, mm-hmm. but every single realtor that we've ever had that we have tried, yep. um it just never worked out. Yep. Excuse me because all they ever cared about was listing properties mm-hmm. and, and 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 getting a commission. And all we care about is, you know, making making quick, making money. Yeah, you know? yeah go ahead. hitting yeah. the lottery. Yeah. Hit, yeah. Hit. Well, and I think I think the reason behind that is because they don't understand who sets the price in a transaction. So I ask my 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 TTP students uh, that are licensed. I say, who sets the price? Is it the buyer? or the seller, or the market, or an appraiser, who is it? And they go, well, it's the real estate agent, or it's the Zillow, or it's the appraiser, or it's the seller. I said, no, in every transaction, the buyer sets the price. I'm telling you right now, if they put gas to $38 a gallon, a thousand dollars a gallon. We're all riding bicycles, right? And then like, they have to bring it down. like a hundred percent. The yeah. buyer sets the price. Great so example. So I yeah. say that this property is worth one hundred and fifty thousand. That's what I'm. I'd be willing to put that property under contract for. That's the price. Yeah. If somebody yeah. else thinks that it's worth more, or the seller thinks that they they should get more, that's fine. That's their option. Perception. But I'm not going to hallucinate again and know what that seller is going to do. Yeah. Know what they want. Yeah. You know. Obviously, we try to pull out the price from the seller and see where they're at. And those oftentimes are the massive deals that we get when they're like, hey, give me a hundred grand and it's yours, right? But you know, the buyer sets the price. So with any agents, that's very difficult because they think it's an appraiser. They think of it as a conventional loan. It, it's appraiser, a whole different world. The listing, yeah. the yeah. seller, that's worlds. not who sets the price. Yeah. There's a million listings right now of sellers that have it double what it's worth and nobody's going to buy it. And, you know, you've seen a lot of um, a lot of shift, uh, a lot of shift in the game uh, mm-hmm. over the past two to four years. You've seen realtors go from realtors to... Uh, real estate investors, yep. right? Re- real estate agents yeah. now. Big drop off. Um, not only are they they're representing, and they actually they, they they make that switch from, you know what? It's a hassle to be driving people around and looking on the MLS for a buyer, blah blah blah. To uh, I'm just going to start flipping, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Yep. Um, then yep. you've also seen investors that um, realtors like yourself back in the day mm-hmm. used to represent, you know, cash investors. Now the cash investors have turned into wholesalers. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. there is like massive, massive shift. People going are on. cycling and switching off. Yes. Like crazy. Oh, well, I think people are just following the money. 
you know, there's there's just a lot of opportunity and a lot of big checks that you can make from wholesaling, yeah. especially if you keep your costs low, especially if you're prospecting. You know, you guys, you guys started out with cold calling. I started out with cold calling. I mean, I, I know you did. Right? I did, yeah. yeah. And you I guys saw bandit did. signs. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My oh. first deal came from a bandit sign in Maryville, and uh, it was a $5,000 assignment fee. I yeah. did a uh, – my first day was driving for dollars, mm-hmm. so it was a $13,000 deal. But you cold called it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. mean, prospecting. Yeah. Um, but what See, really – what really blew my business up was cold TTP. Calling. Yeah. yeah, it was cold calling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, it's it's just being proactive and keeping your costs low so that you can keep most of the money because that's the whole thing. How much yeah. money goes into your personal bank account at the end of the day, right? Yeah. You know, that's that's what the, the whole goal of this thing is so that you can have the money to, one, be able to support the businesses, or and but two, more importantly, be able to provide for your family and then invest in the assets yeah. that you're looking to build, whether it be business businesses, whether it be real estate, whether it be land, whether it be this pr- beautiful production company that you guys started here <laughs> right. that is providing these videos in the podcast. What's so. your uh, what's your take on proactive versus reactive marketing? Well, it just depends. You know, it depends on the market that you're in, and I think it depends on your personality. For yeah. me, sending out direct mail or putting a bunch to PPC or it's all of the it's any, reactive. Any, any, yeah. anytime I'm paying for leads, I get anxiety. Right. Because I like my schedule. I like being uninterrupted during certain things and not having to jump on the phone. Because if you miss that phone call, if you don't call, if you don't call that web lead back in 15, 30 seconds, seconds, not minutes, guys, the next guy, the next guy is getting that deal. Right. So that that that's like that's some anxiety that you feel until you can hire people. I'll give you I'll give you guys a. Uh, something that happened. So you have to be when it comes to like PPC leads, you have to yeah. be so committed and you have to be on it. So yeah. if you get a if you get a call or you miss a call, it's like ten seconds, fifteen seconds. You have to call back. Yep. Uh, we're at a uh, music festival last week, and uh, it's me, Andy, uh, my, uh, my my best brother. acquisitions, my brother and my yeah. brother uh, with me. We, he gets a PPC call. We're literally watching a, a and concert. your realtor and your realtor was there. Yeah, and and my realtor sauce. Shout out to sauce. It's good, and it's good to be his realtor, right? Yeah. In Miami. In Miami, music yeah. Festival. Nice. But, uh, yeah, tough but, uh, <laughs> Literally, like, one of his favorite artists is performing, and he sees a PVC call. Mm-hmm. And I look at him, and then he runs off to the back and answers it. Yeah. <laughs> I got that's it on it. video, but yeah. uh, that's that's how committed you have to yeah. be to these reactive leads, especially when you're spending 15, 20K a month yep. on, on your budget. So And I, see, I yeah. didn't want to do that. I didn't want to leave the concert or leave the you know, yeah. a date with my wife or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I figured if I could have those quality conversations with distressed property owners on my schedule, because I was the one reaching out, I was the one initiating, I was the one being on offense, then I can my whole schedule opened up. From 9 yeah. to noon every day, what I would do is I would just make calls. I would just dial, dial, dial. Have those 15, 20 contacts an hour. Get a lead an hour. Follow up with them. Make sure that I was diligent I with follow-up. Go on the appointments in the afternoon. I was home by 5 every day. I never worked and on the weekends and built beautiful. this business. For those of for those folks that are actually taking notes, right? Yeah. He just broke down some expectations when it comes to cold calling, just yep. in case you just missed broke it. down how his day. Just in case yeah. you missed went it, down. daily schedule nine to noon. You make calls noon to twelve to twelve fifteen. You do, guys, you don't need an hour for lunch. Okay, knock it off. You need That's crazy. What are you eating? <laughs> what are you <laughs> eating? <laughs> I mean, are you cooking it yourself? Are you, are you hunting are you? down yeah, the deer and then skinning uh, it? Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Dressing yeah. it. Uh, 12, 12 to twelve fifteen. 
was a lunch, and then twelve fifteen to one one thirty was lead follow up, and then the afternoon was appointments. So you spent fifteen so. minutes on lunch. Yeah. And, and he, as you guys can see, he's pretty well fed. Guys. I ate, so there's I, I no ate a lot of protein bars and, you know, yeah, yeah. Some buffalo jerky. You know, mm, it's stuff yeah. that men eat. You like know what that, I mean? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what was I going to ask? So when it came – actually, what's your take on going on appointments when it comes to cold calling? That's, that's a good question right there. It's great. So I, the way that I – I learned the hard way because I would, I would go on too many appointments with people that weren't ready to sign the contract. So I think there's a couple things. One, you have to pre-qualify them based on what I call the four pillars of pre-qualifying. The condition of the property, okay. right? Yep. The, their timeline to sell. When okay. do they want their money, their motivation to sell, why are they selling, and their price, right? If I know those four things Same thing. before yeah, we, the appointment, I, I'm going to get that deal. I hope right? people are writing this stuff down. I'm going yeah, to get that deal. Yeah. And then the second thing is you need to set advanced agreements, okay? Uh, Alex, when I come over tonight and you feel comfortable and confident with everything going on, are you ready to sign the paperwork? Mm. Right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah, right. No, no. What would what would what would stop you from signing? You know, these type of things, yep. right? So, you know, I always called it paperwork or agreement was even better instead of contract. Contract sounds like we, an attorney, uh, right? At our office, um, we stopped using the word contract yeah. um in the beginning of this year yep. because contract sounds like this. Yep. Right? Like yep. you're you're, oh, you're chained you're, up. Yeah, I'm chained yeah. up or you're It sounds like a it sounds like a cell phone bill. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like oh, you hear God. contract a million and, times. And we a day. all know that a lot of our uh, a lot of our line of work is psychological. Yep. So yep. It, these little words yep. can just make a huge oh, difference, 100%. right? 100%. If I use the word, you know, hey, you know, Mr. John, so, you know, is it, can we get that agreement signed today? Yep. As in opposed to, you know, Brian comes over. He's like, hey, John, can we get a contract today? Yep. You know, who's who's, <laughs> who's John going to choose, yep. right? He's probably going to go with the agreement. agreement. He feels a I little love it. safer it and is. more it flexible. Is. Yep. First three words. Yep. Are, uh, so I, I have a few uh, a, a few questions for Mr. TTP. Yes. Let's, um, let's get into the skinny. Uh, let's let's because you know there's going to be like you said there is some massive value in gems dropping and I'm going to turn the page here mm -hmm. and we're going to talk cold calling right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're going to talk cold calling so let, let's admit let's admit one thing here cold calling became a huge wave yeah. in the industry yeah. right so cold calling um, when do you think it really really became a wave and it and it, it became the number one marketing avenue in the industry i think when? quarter three of last year quarter three yeah mid See, last year yeah because you were uh, uh, and, and you can always tell right because now when you know if you cold call someone you're like the 10th person that's calling me today you're like okay you know what this is getting a little thick mm -hmm. right so i'm not in certain markets in, in certain markets, markets especially sure. the big market the yeah. big competitor so not to say hey stop cold calling yeah. but i'm saying you may want to add on to other marketing channels because that is uh that you know that lake or that you know that beach is is yeah. really really filled you know it's yeah. it's it's overran right well there's a couple of things there um i think when you're starting out and you don't have a huge budget i think that's it, that's what other option do you have yeah you can put up bandit signs you yeah. can go to the doors or you can pick up the phone bandit signs in certain markets <laughs> right well right. sure sure, yeah. sure same thing good so, luck or, or you can pick up the phone i truly believe like when you uh cold calling and t talking to people is about timing right these people might have yeah. had uh, dozen calls every single day for the ready. last year yeah. today the 
the straw that broke the camel's back happened, and yep. you and you get that lead, you get that deal. So I think that it's still a powerful thing. I think that um, with some market saturation, I think you've got to be very, very, very smart on the niche list that you go after. Okay. You know what I mean? I think if I you're trying to go after owner equity lists or if you're trying to go with all the absentee owner lists it's going to be really 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 competitive there's is there i mean is there is there juice in if you get a deal there yeah possibly but the the odds are you can definitely land deals with other yes lists mm -hmm. before you land one deal you can land three to five somewhere else before you land that one massive deal yep. i agree know? when yep. it comes to cold calling there's so many variables i mean your your data your people your, your mm -hmm. callers yep. um your timing yep and one of like the most important things that I, the, the, the number one thing that I see like those that are successful with cold calling versus those, those that aren't is the follow-up. Yeah. I feel like it, com oh, it comes down yeah. to the instant gratification. Like yeah. people do not want to follow up. Well, and it's funny because it, it's funny because the cold calling is like hunting, right? Yeah. And lead follow-up is like gathering. Right. You know, it's like it's like yeah. the you're, you're the farmer now and not the hunter. You yeah. know, the hunter, you go out there and you get it and you have the great conversation and now you got the lead. And then, oh, man, it's time for lead follow up. And I'm like, what? That's where the money's is. It's made. all there. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. These people, just because they're not ready to sign a contract on their first conversation with the stranger doesn't mean that you yeah. can't build up a relationship with these people to be able to sign. A if, contract if anything, the if anything, the follow up should be easier than the cold. Hundred percent. Right. It should yeah. be easier. 100%. The uh, problem is, in my experience, my TTP students are getting too many leads, too many unqualified leads, because yep. they're not qualifying them hard enough that it hides the really good leads. Mm. So what happens is they have so they have like, you know, they, they have this huge amount of leads in front of them and they're saying to themselves, I'll never get through this, man. Like, wow. what am I supposed that's to do? Many, yeah. And so they don't do the lead fall. They almost get stuck in the, you know, it's not fight or flight, it's that freeze, right? They yeah. just freeze up and, and, and don't do it. And yeah, I dealt with something. that issue my first year. We were getting a ton of leads, and a lot of them were unqualified. Yep. And you started thinking, like, my first thought was, like, okay, I need to hire more people, more yep. acquisition managers. I did that, and it didn't make an impact on revenue because right. the main issue was qualifying them. Yep. And once you qualify them, you don't, you, I didn't necessarily need to hire another acquisition mm -hmm. manager. Yeah. 100%. I mean, the to go out on an appointment before they're unqualified, you're yeah. just spinning your wheels. Agreed. You know, no, no, just come out and see the property. We get it all the time. We get yeah. it all the time, right? Yeah. Come out and see the property. Come out and meet me. You know, I'll show you around. I'll show you about the property. And then you're just like, you get excited. Yeah. Because when you make a lot of, and talk to a lot of people, you get a lot of rejection. So if somebody doesn't reject you right off the bat, you get so excited. You're so enthusiastic. You're like, this yeah. could do This could be the one. Yeah. This could be oh, the yeah. one. And they want, you know, 20000 over Zillow. The property's in pristine condition. Then you're just and, disappointed. You know, yeah. they're retired crushed. like professors or something. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? You're like, yeah. so. So I, go ahead. I just want to mention this. Like, like follow-up should be something that you guys become obsessed with. Yep. Like, one of the biggest wholesale deals um, that we've done was 93,000 and it took 61 follow-ups. Mm -hmm. 61, oh that's 61, that 61 call attempts, uh, Tempe, yeah, yeah, yeah Manhattan Road 61, or Drive. Mm -hmm. 61 follow-ups, So it took, uh, it was an eight month uh, period of of, fifth, of 61 calls. Is it probably worth it? 30 plus right? conversations. Can you open that so I can do some math real quick while you we, guys keep talking? We, uh, you want 61 follow-ups? 61 follow-ups. $93,000? And uh, the beautiful thing is, like, we it's got like the... $1,500. $1,524 <laughs> per, 
per follow-up yeah. that you per made. Call. Yeah. yeah, per call. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. I would call you Why all day. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call me 10 times. You just made 15 grand. Yep. And that's that's what it takes. And, I mean, the beautiful thing is, like, on. I remember Andy came in, like, super excited to, to the office because he's like, it was so easy. Like, on the 61st call, he called him, and, and the seller's like, hey, Andy. Yeah. How's it going? I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. I'm Whoa. ready. Yeah. Like, Wait, and he's what? like, and we offered 178 months prior. He's like, you know, can you, can you do 180? The yeah. house is worth 400. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Market yeah, increase. we can make that work. And uh, yeah. we got it under contract on Monday. And then on Friday, we closed and a $93,000 deal. Love it. L- let, yeah. me, let me say something that we strongly uh, believe in. Um, people data speed, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes down to, uh, it. it goes down to, to you. You focus on the people aspect, right? You focus on the people aspect. And we had a meeting yesterday, right? Yeah. We had a meeting yesterday in the office and we were talking to a, an ex-team member of ours. And we said, hey, uh, you know, no magic is going to happen unless you pick up the phone mm-hmm. and start talking to proactive these people, yeah right mm-hmm. and and i feel like that's why in my opinion the ttp thing is, is just so powerful because people get so caught up in everything else right they get so caught up in um you know oh do i have enough knowledge um, do I have the right contract? Mm-hmm. Do I, am I working with the right title agency? How's my logo? How's my logo? <laughs> How's my business, business cards? My business card, my LLC, yeah. right? Blah, 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 blah. And they're forgetting about the most important part That's of it. this business, That's which it. is talking to people, That's it. right? Yep. So do you want to elaborate a little bit about that? Yeah, it's called creative avoidance. You know, here's the mm. thing. A lot of people... Creative, we, of, I'm creative avoidance, right? Yeah, so I'm that. writing some stuff down. Maybe so, you guys should too. So creative <laughs> yeah. avoidance, we come up with all these reasons why we, we're, we're not going to get on the phone, right? Yeah. Well, I got this deal in escrow. I got I to gotta check with title, make sure everything's going good. I got to make sure that the paperwork's in. Yeah. You know what? I got to call. You know, this person said that they want to learn some real estate for me, so I'm going to call them wow. and see what they want to do. I got to... Uh, you know what? I'm going to go to lunch. Where should I go to lunch? You know, Our there's lunch. a... There's a Greek place. I'm going to go hunting. I'm going to go get one of those, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, gyros or gyros or whatever it is. You know, Peter you know, Jungle. Yeah, like you're, you're like all this different They're creative not avoidance. This, by the way. All of a sudden, you know, you, you, you fall in and, and the day's gone. You didn't do your, your follow-up. And I think, you know, we're naturally programmed to not to not feel comfortable talking to strangers, most of us. For sure. And I think that um, it's a skill that you can learn. I think it's. Uh, I think you can build endurance for it. But I think naturally most people don't want to communicate on the phone. How many times mm-hmm. do you just call up like people, uh, you know, across the country, your friends, your family, and just have like an hour conversation? No, it's texting, it's DMing, it's, you know, how's, how's things going? I'll see you in a couple of weeks. We'll yeah. get together face-to-face type of thing. We just don't do a lot of over-the-phone uh, and, and, conversations. And to this day, the most the most powerful connection at least business connection is talking to people 100 yeah. right 100 and i'm not just talking i'm not just talking about homeowners no and in general sellers in general i'm talking about you can connect with hard money lenders you can yeah. connect Everybody. with people that want to invest in your business for sure you can connect with people that uh are attorneys you can talk you can talk to people that are real estate agents that'll send you referrals you can talk to people you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's just how many how many people a day are you talking to either face to face or on the phone and actually having a conversation with 
with. Agreed. Text and DMing is a little bit different because there's so many things that go along with the tone of voice, the, the pace that you speak, Trust, what you're credibility, saying. Yeah. All these things. 100%. Um, let's talk some measurables, and, I'll, and yeah. I'll break down a few that I have uh, based on you know some of my cold calling experience. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, what I also I, I love, you know, let me reiterate and, and touch up on what you said um, when you said, you know, hey, in order for you to be a great leader, mm-hmm. um, you have to have worked every single seat in the company. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yes. You know, if I tell somebody, hey, you know, get on the phone call and call somebody. I've done it before. Yep. Right? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, try to close this deal. Go to this appointment. I've done everything from, you know, putting out bandit signs, cold calling, acquisitions, dispositions, transaction coordinator, you name it. I've done it. Every yep. single little moving part in the business, I've done it. Agreed. So measurables, uh, one thing that people need to focus on, um, by the way, um, I don't know. I started with Mojo a few years ago when yep. I was cold calling. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we went to Whitetail. Yep. Um, and then we went to uh, allindialer.com through Zencall. Yep. Um, yep. Especially it's, you know, and, and you can go, if you go to allindialer.com, you can compare Mojo to Zencall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you'll see that Zencall is uh, not only more efficient, but more effective. Yep. It does give you an edge. Um, but I'll say this. No matter what, uh, no matter what uh, system you're using, your contact ratio has to remain over ten percent. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then you. Well, I would say that the first time through a list. Okay. You know, the second time through the list, it drops down. Third time through the list, it drops down. Fourth, fifth. It also depends on the list. There's a lot of niche lists that. You might be happy with the five percent. Oh yeah, contact rate. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that the, there's, uh, depending yeah. on uh, the way. So well, the we're way, talking general. It, it, yeah. yeah, in general, um, if you have the budget for mm-hmm. it, right? Yep. Um, because obviously, if you keep recycling a list, yeah, it's gonna drop, drop, yep. drop, drop. Yep. But if you have the budget to to stay above that contact ratio, yep. that is already an advantage over the next person. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, another thing, just like you mentioned, in my opinion, um, if you're doing uh, an hour, uh, I'm sorry, in an hour of dialing, of straight dialing, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion, depending, like if you're do- using like a four to one dialer or whatever it is that you're using, um, I think that you should be reaching anywhere from you know six hundred to one thousand. Uh, or sorry, making that many dials. That that's how many dials should be made, um, depending on the system you're using, right? Is 600, a, 600 to a thousand dials per hour. Per hour. Per day. Per sorry. Day, per day. Yeah. I'm like, that's a lot. Sorry, six hundred yeah. to a thousand uh, dials per day. Yeah. If you're working a uh, six to eight hour period. I thought you had sure. a, uh, AI bots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So uh, that's another thing because people. You know, I, I I I talk to people sometimes, and I'm like, hey, how many cold calls did you make today? I made fifty. Mm-hmm. Well, like, dude, like somebody else just made 600 today. Yeah. Like, who's going to get the deal first? Yeah. You know, who's going to yep. get to that person first? People yep. data speed. So um, some more yeah. measurables, like you said, mm-hmm. um, one lead an hour, right? Mm-hmm. So if you dial, let's just say you dial 600 to 1,000 dials in a day, mm-hmm. six to eight hours a day, would you say that it's very logical to say that you should have between six to eight leads that day? Yeah. It, well, it depends on the list. Market. Too. It depends on the market and the list, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, in Phoenix, we've got, uh, I mean, it's competitive. So you got to get, you everybody's gotta get, you gotta get more niche. So if you're trying to get that out of, you know, the absentee owner list, it's just not going to happen. Really? Yeah. You know, if you're trying to get that on calling vacant land, yeah. bro, yeah. come Fire. on. Excuse Fire. me. Giving oh, gems. 
Come yeah, on. Cams. You yeah. know what I mean? Like all yeah. these different things are something that's on the on on the outskirts or maybe something that's in a little bit different of a market, a little bit, close, you know, not something that's, you know, across the country, but I know that you guys are in multiple markets, but something that's closer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't want to discourage anybody that's in a big market that's starting out and they're making calls and doing things. You're still, you, you will still find well, it. Well, you like still you have things timing. in your favor. Like you yeah. said, yep. timing, right? That's right. Timing, and I'll give you a small example, and I know this this hurts the bottom of your core. <laughs> Do you remember that burnt property by Otis? It doesn't hurt. But okay. Yeah. So Got over that. <laughs> uh, why don't you explain to him what happened? Because you and me were in Dallas during that time. Yeah, so this was my first year in real estate. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we, uh, we we cold called a, a fire damage house. Fire damage home. Uh, we didn't know. It, was, it wasn't a drawing for dollars. It was an absentee yeah. uh, list. Yeah. Yeah. And we cold called it, made the offer. He liked the offer. And he said, and we're almost there to sign the contract. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm going on a cruise. I don't want to worry about it during the cruise. Um, you know, call me after, you know, call me in two weeks. Yeah. And, a- uh, ARV 170, by the way. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he was and he was trying to sell about for 32, 33. 30, 30 yeah. 40. Yeah. Yeah. And um, not a bad deal. Mm-hmm. You know, he he didn't want to sign the contract, so he um, he was going on you the mean cruise. The agreement, the agreement, contract at the time. I was one yeah, year in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want to sign the agreement. He's taking us back. Yeah, he's taking yeah. us back. Yeah. It was two thousand. Oh, it was your first year, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah two thousand sixteen. Give yeah. me some slack now. Okay. And um, it was in our follow up, and um, Adrian, uh, exotic up. Adrian, exotic Adrian. You can uh, look at uh, you can look him up on Instagram at exotic Adrian. You uh, you're gonna be amazed about um, what you find. It is uh, it's it's uh, you, what is that when you're 17? It's a rated R, right? Rated R. Rated R. Rated, yeah, it rated, is rated R. R. So NC17. Yeah. NC17. At exotic Adrian. At exotic Adrian. NC17 for sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> he called. Uh, I want to say a day before he left to the um, to the cruise, and uh, he signed the contract that day. He was mm-hmm. timing, and mm-hmm. he signed for 32, and made you guys made 40, 50k on it. Uh, over time, no, to the SRP. No, we made more. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> no, I'm glad. We, uh, so this is what happened. We uh, <laughs> we we bought it for around 33, and we sold it to SRP for 100, I think. For 100, yeah, yeah. we made that. like uh, what was that, 67,000. So, because uh, so this is we were all gonna, timing. We were gonna rehab this deal, right? Because yeah. there was so much meat. Yeah. Um, so much meat, and uh, we had already um. Remember we had already Started, put up yeah. Uh, yeah, we, studs and everything. Framing and stuff, right? We had already put that up, and then SRP comes by. Uh, I mean, God, you know, God's grace, right? The SRP comes by and, hey, who owns this property? Oh, this is a boom. My con, my uh, mm-hmm. my con, my project manager at the time uh, gives him our info. He says, hey, this is SRP, and we're very interested in, in, in this property. And we're yeah. like, what? what? What is? It? Are they getting to the business? Because it seems like everybody yeah. else is, right? Zillow and God, you know, it just goes on and on. So uh, SRP, I'm like, okay. So what's going on? What are you What are you gonna do? You know, we're, are you gonna re- rehab this property? No, no, no. Uh, we're looking to extend the the, the the well. Yeah. We have a well right near the oh, land, yeah. so yeah. we're looking to extend yeah. the well, and we don't want you know no yeah. interrupt. I mean SRP. I mean, yeah. Hit the lottery water. twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're like. Uh, okay, well, you know, let us think about it. We were, and me and Sal were like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we started going back and forth, and then we sold it for like 100000 and made a, a killer deal out of it. Yeah. They and, teased and me uh, for timing. months. They teased and, me as for you months. Can see, <laughs> I think he's teasing you now. <laughs> as you can see. Think, yeah, he's, he's getting his it, joy. It goes back to. No, no, no. It goes back to. More. more. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. Rewind that. Rewind yeah. and watch his expression yeah. there. It, 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 goes, it goes back to what you were saying, you know. 
timing, yep. right? Yep. Timing. Yep. Uh, just just because everybody and their mama is cold calling, um, you know, a specific uh, list or a specific market, doesn't mean that you might just get them on that day. Yeah, you'll, you'll, before, you'll get you know, We could all have the same lead, and I call one day, they're yep. not interested, and you call the next yep. day, and, the, and, yep. you, and you grab it. Yes. Uh, I want to say something about that. So um, I could have took that two ways. One, I could have been very discouraged. Like, I'm 18. I'm like, damn, 60K would have been a big deal. Big deal. Uh, but uh, I, 67. I, 67. 67 and, and 500. <laughs> Squeezing. <laughs> Twist in the night. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> um, but I took it the other way. I, I said, okay, okay, like this is this is the reality of this business, right? Mm-hmm. And I was actually like, okay, if anyone's going to get it, I'm glad it's them. Yeah. That was like, yeah. obviously, yeah. my brother. So. That's amazing. And uh, I just I let that feel me. And, and after that, we became so uh, tight on our follow-up, mm-hmm. and then it resulted in, well, you in got that hundreds deal. of thousands. Yeah, that, of you got that yeah. deal for 90-something. Yeah. But it was because of that lesson, like, okay, this is not See? happening again. If they, if, they say, if they say, call me in a month, we're calling in a week. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, we're very persistent with yeah. the follow-up. Love it. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So uh, some more, some measurable, some, some gems when it comes to, you know, TTP and, mm-hmm. and, and cold calling. Um, we talked about, you know, 10% contact ratio. We talked about one lead an hour. We talked about if you're like on a three to one, four to one uh, dialer, um, 600 to 1,000 dials per uh, per day on a six to eight hour period. Um, what, what what other measurables do you have that you, that are, that you think people should keep track of when they're cold calling? Uh, well, I mean, from leads to clo- to sign contracts and contracts to closings, right? Okay. So, I mean, you're really looking at what, – what I want to look at is how long does it take you to close a deal? Okay. Right? Beautiful. And that's list by list. That's – and remember, that's building up your skills, too. If you're just starting out, I don't think you really are comfortable, like, talking to anybody until you talk to a 1,000 strangers. Okay. I really do. This is something that I've, I've tested a time and time and time again. After somebody's talked to a 1,000 strangers, they can talk to anybody, anybody. about real estate. Anybody, anytime, anybody, anywhere. Yeah. Anybody. I yeah. am telling you, anybody that does that. I don't care if you're the worst, if your tone is terrible and you're all, ah, and you're, you're, you're just kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't sound good. If you talk to a thousand people about real estate, you can you can be effective on the phone because it is. And not only is it a skill for this business, this is a skill for life. life. When Amazing. you talk to a thousand strangers, it is something that most people don't do, and it is something that just carries forward in all sorts of different That's interactions. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and you know, just to confirm that, I actually told my Uber driver this morning uh, or yeah. this afternoon, right? Mm-hmm. I was a little late, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, and I said, hey, go to allinfreedom.com because, you know, he was, he's like, so what do you do? You know, blah, blah, blah. He starts asking me questions. I'm like, yep. okay, well, this is what I do. Yep. Uh, go, and I'm like, and I, I broke down what I did. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow, that sounds very interesting, you know? And uh, the guy has two yeah. jobs, so he seems like a go-getter. So yep. I said, you know what? Go to allinfreedom.com. And, uh, and type in, you know, the coupon code, you know, Carlos and blah, blah. He's like, I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to do that because the guy seemed very interested. Um, and But, you know, just to wrap some things up with you, yes. with you Mr. Yeah. TTP, yep. um, any advice for beginners out there? Yes. Uh, first of all, you have to, you know, this – this business is something that you have to make the decision right off the bat. You know, I'll go mindset and then I'll give some instructions. Beautiful. The mindset part of this is you need to make the decision that you're going to be in this business and be consistent. So that means you're at some point you're going to have to talk to people. So you have to make the decision to take action. Mm. Progress, not perfection, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, what I would do is if you have zero budget, 
uh, if you've got, uh, do you guys have a, a driving for dollars app that you you promote? Uh, yeah, uh, Deal Machine. Deal, Deal Machine. Machine. Yeah. yeah, same with us. David. So, David. Uh, David Lecco. Lecco. Yeah. yeah. So Deal Great Machine. Guy. I've got my whole team on it. They're actually the whole, my whole driving for dollars do you team have is any, outside uh, this room. Yeah. Do you have any uh, coupon code? Maybe you TTP. Can TTP. So yeah, t- coupon Deal code TTP Deal for machine. Deal Machine. Um, it is uh, you. you Drive around the neighborhood. Yeah, it's click, great. Click the button. It's $40 a month, guys. $40. You click the button. You get the info for the a homeowner. Beautiful. You can export it out. Does that work, you for, can, uh, you does can that work s- for door knocking, too, or no? Oh, well, you could just door knock. <laughs> no, no. You can literally the, just go to the door. Really? Okay, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll give you the names, but that's kind of creepy. You're like, is Alex here? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> is this your like, number? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Got it. You know, but I think you... Yeah, if you really don't have any money, you could go and door knock and door knock your neighbors. And, and, and everybody has forty dollars right. a month, right? So you go out, you 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 call these people. You can go to, um, you can email me at Brent at uh, wholesalinginc.com, and I'll mm-hmm. send you a script that Sweet. you can use to call. Right, gold. T-t- yep, gold. And um, and then from there, you just pick up the phone and you, you call them and you you use the script and see right. if they'd consider an offer. So you would say that folks just need to uh, start taking more action. They need to take out. Here's the thing, like something fundamentally will change in your brain chemistry the first time you do a deal. The first time you take this like thing from that, belief yeah. to fact. Belief is great. Fact is better. It's all. So it's, you it's take evidence. it to facts. Yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, you start building on, building on, building on. You get that first deal. Your brain changes. If you really want to screw with your brain, you really want to change it up. Do a deal that's over fifty k. Your whole life changes. Forever. Your whole brain changes. Yeah. Everything changes. Yeah. That whole thought that you make twelve hundred dollars a week, or you make five hundred dollars a week, and you get a fifty thousand plus dollar yeah. check, you will. Your whole you'll your stomach will get all watery. You'll get all like. <laughs> Kind of loose, you'll be all like, like kind spaghetti. of crazy, and then all of a sudden it'll just—you're just gonna feel so. Confident. So you're saying that if someone gets a fifty thousand dollar deal, mm-hmm. they're gonna get diarrhea. That's it. <laughs> okay, maybe. I and you know what? And you know what? They're not gonna feel bad about it. I, you know what? You know, they it, just it, four years ago, if I saw a fifty thousand dollar check, right. I would shit myself right. gladly. Right. I, I, mean, I, would, I would have enough money to go buy myself some Versace drawers after that. Right. Some diapers. Right. That's it. Some diapers. <laughs> so that's that's. The, my advice to you is be proactive, get the phone numbers for property owners, call them up with the right uh, and have the right conversation, uh, get your first deal, change your life, and then go do get a fifty thousand dollar deal. And do it again. Do it again. Just so do, do, I hope that was written do, down yeah, by you guys. Yeah, please. I hope yeah. you wrote down a lot of things. So uh, do me a favor. How can folks? Um, how can folks reach you? How can they? Yeah. They, uh, they Instagram. Find you? Instagram's Brent Daniels underscore TTP. Boom. Pretty easy. Okay. Um, YouTube channel Brent Daniels Real Estate. Really easy. Go check that out. Put three videos out. This will be on my channel as well. So three yep, videos. Oh, they're already watching it. <laughs> <laughs> three three video. Maybe they're listening to it. Uh, three videos a week go on. On that um, and um, if if you're looking to join the TTP program want to find out more about my uh, coaching program it is wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP scroll love down and it. check out all the testimonials check out uh, what the program's all about if it's the right fit 
love to work with you personally. We so, uh, we a thousand percent co-sign on we Mr. Co-sign CT for sure. So uh, thank you, Mr. Brandt. Definitely. Yeah, this amazing. has been great. Definitely a pleasure. I feel like we could do this for the next couple hours. We, we can. We yeah. could. I think uh, we'll, we'll have to uh, we'll have to collect some questions that the audience has. Yeah. And then and then and then run it back for for take two. Yeah. But guys, thank you so much for for staying this long. We are about an hour and ten minutes in. Awesome. So it's greatly appreciated. By the way, guys, June seventh and eighth, literally less than what two and a half weeks um if if you're listening to this we are throwing an event june 7th and 8th which mr ttp will be there to shut down the house yep. and uh make your head exploding and like he likes to say it go bananas go bananas yeah <laughs> but uh guys uh june 7th and 8th all in and uh what what is the coupon code for him for him okay so the coupon code is going to be just brent uh, is ttp it's ttp ttp oh. coupon code Guys, it's going to be TTP, so allinfreedom.com. Just insert the code uh, TTP and receive a very hefty discount. And uh, as usual, guys, thank you so much for watching. We're signing off. See you you next week. week. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. That was great. Beautiful. Yeah. That was fun. Nice.